0: All right, friend, have you ever sat back and thought about, huh, what's the theme to this podcast? I mean, yes, we do lots of education. We do lots of encouraging your kick-assery, but what are the central themes of Pivot Me? What are they really all about? Well, I'm going to lift the veil and I'm going to tell you all about it. I'm going to give you the secret sauce. You don't want to miss this one. Welcome to Pivot Me where we give business tips and mental hacks so you can move past your biggest obstacles and live the life you've earned. And now your host, business advisor and performance expert, April Garcia. For years, I made large companies larger and rich people richer. Now I coach driven entrepreneurs to hack success today we're digging into the five pivot me pillars and I'm gonna tell you why they are so important and central to your life why you need to know where you stand on each one of these in fact I want to walk you through each of them and I want I want a little honest assessment of each five um, you'll see how this works out it's gonna be good and at the end I'm going to tell you the whole point of the pivot me podcast like the main reason why I run it so we're gonna we're gonna get into the pillars right now um but before I do that, I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you so much for sharing the podcast. We see the reviews, the stars, iTunes, on Spotify. I so appreciate when you send it to a friend or a coworker or a business partner that is really, that's 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 struggling or they want something more, they wanna to get to the next level and you think, I think I might know someone who could help you, My good buddy, April Garcia. I appreciate that. Purpose of my life is serving people like this, is inspiring people, is bringing out that bad badassery in people and getting them to the next level. And when you do that, it helps me. It helps me live into what I'm on this earth to do. So, thank you for that. I so appreciate that. All right, we ready for some pillars. Ready for some pillars. Okay, so when when we go through the Pivot Me Academy, we've got five pillars on the back end. So we have like a learning management system. We have. Um, a huge platform. And in in the five pillars, we've got videos on each of the pillars. We've got multiple videos on each pillar. And then we've got exercise. We've got worksheets that go with it. And all of the things that we do come out of that. So you see a small piece of this. But this all rolls out of the much larger version of the Pivot Me Academy. Um, We talk about some pieces of it here and there's a lot of stuff on the back end. But I want to walk you through, actually, we'll do it as kind of like a game. I want to give you... Um, piece of these five pillars. And actually, as I go through the pillars, do this. This part's fun. Give each pillar that I tell you, give yourself a one or a two. We'll make the numbers super easy. One, if you're great at it, and two, if you struggle at it. All right. So I'm going to go through the five pillars um, of the Pivot Me Academy. And I want you to think about where you're at on this journey. So the first pillar is goals. Now, here's the thing. Usually when I'm doing this, it's usually live and I am drawing out the little pivot me pillars. Um, and it's a house. It's this like two walls. It's one, that would be one dimension, right? I obviously didn't study art. You, If you saw my drawing, you would absolutely know I never studied art. So it's got foundation, two walls, and then like a pitched roof. So you'll just have to imagine that each one of these pieces are a part of a house. All right, so number one is goals. Now, before we jump into this, I I, I want you to, again, don't think about just goals. One, I'm great at it. Two, I, I struggle with it. But there's aspects of goals and goal setting. So under goals, clarity. So I want you to think as I'm talking through this, do you have clarity of your goals. You don't need to know how you're going to get them, but are you but are you clear about where you'd like to go? Like I would like, you know, my fitness to look like this. I'd like my marriage to look like this. I'd like my income to look like this. I'd like to live here. I'd like to have these kinds of experiences and 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 take my kids to the national parks or whatever it is. Like we've we've seen it all. Um do you have clarity on your goals? That's the first piece. So give yourself a one or a two. One I'm great at it too. I kind of struggle with clarity. Lots of people struggle with clarity. So if you are someone who's like, I'm not really sure, I'm just trying to get through the week, April, you're all right, you're in good company. A second piece to the goals is execution. Are you good at getting after your goals? Are you good at crossing them off the list? Specifically, are you good at getting the right things done? Many of us are good at getting things done that don't actually need to be done at all. We're like, I had a list, I had priorities, and then I just added other things to the list. Many people do that. So the second part of of goals is how good are you on execution? One, you're great at it. Two, you struggle a little bit on it. Let's do the third one. The third one is my three why. So that is the the vision of your life or business three years out. Do you know what a three-year version of you looks like? Again, you don't need to know the how, we're just talking about the what. Do you go, yep, in three years, I'm going to have a published book and I am gonna have Fridays off and I'm going to spend the month of July in Lake Tahoe or Tuscany, and it's going to be freaking amazing. I have no idea how I'm going to get any of those things, but I do know what I want. So we're just we're just caring about the we're just caring about the what, not the how. That's the first pillar: goals. The second pillar. Now you've heard you've heard bits and pieces of this, right? You've seen parts of this in the podcast. Second pillar is productivity. So you get the goal, but we want to pursue the goal quicker. Now here's why productivity is not the first pillar. A lot of people will come to us and say, I want to get done faster. Help me jam on the gas faster. But they have not spent any time thinking about if they want to be where that car is driving. Like, I can't just get you there faster. Like, there's no bigger waste of time than helping you climb a building faster that you never wanted to be in anyhow. A lot of people do that. A lot of people want to be more productive in the pursuit of something they don't actually want or need. So that's why number two is productivity. So we get the goals, we're like, all right, this is the thing I want. And then we want to be in quick pursuit of said goal. So let's break down productivity. First piece of productivity is prioritization. Do you know what is the largest priority to get to your goals? Not the fiery email that you have to reply back to, not the client that's upset and has left you lots of phone calls. No, 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 no. The things that will actually get you to my three Y. Are you clear on prioritization? A lot of us just get distracted on the dog that barks the loudest, but rarely does our dreams or our larger goals bark very loud. The next part on productivity, the second part, distraction. Like, how good are you at at maintaining your focus? Do you get distracted easily? Do you get sucked in your inbox, into social media? Many of us do. External distractions, your phone, the weapon of mass distraction, as Brendan Bouchard calls us, it is just a treasure trove of distraction. people internal distraction. You just start thinking about something else. You start thinking about other obligations, something you got to do tomorrow. How good are you managing your distraction? Because that is an important piece of productivity. I can show you timers and I can show you apps and all these cool things for you to be more productive. But if you sit in front of them with your fingers on the keyboard and you're thinking about, did I schedule that dentist appointment? I need to make that phone call. Did I ever get the email from Rod? Like if that's where your brain is at, then none of those productivity habits helped. All right, so we're giving ourselves a one to two. One, I'm great at managing distraction. Two, I am terrible at it. The average American worker is distracted about 2.2 hours every day. Imagine what you could do if you had those 2.2 hours back in your day. You would probably wrap up a lot earlier or get a hell of a lot more done. All right, so that's the second pillar of the Pivot Me Academy. What is the third? The third one is habits, a high performance habits. Hey, Pivoter, I see you taking notes. I see you applying things into your business and life. Great work. But what if you could do it on a Zoom call with me? Well, here is your invite. I am hosting a free live event on Zoom where I get to know you, your challenges, and help you work through them as we accelerate your growth together. This is a free virtual event, and I'd love for you to join. Hop over to pivot-me.com backslash event and save your spot now. We'll keep these small. They will fill up. I'd love for you to be there. Again, it's pivot-me.com backslash event. We'll also put the link in the show notes and I'll see you there. Here's the thing. I'm going to let you on a little secret. People don't actually need more motivation. People think, oh, I'm just not very motivated. What they need is high performance habits to automate their success. And when you automate, your actions are on sort of these, they're on repeat. The thoughts are on repeat. Success is guaranteed. You're no longer having to make a decision about doing the right thing. You have a habit to do the right thing. You don't have to get motivated for your three-year goal when you have a system in place that guarantees it. So let's look at your habits. All right. So we're on number three of our pillars, habits. Let me ask you this one. This is, you either, either love it or hate it. Number one in the habits is morning routine. There is so much science to back up the benefits of this, but let me just ask, do you feel like you have a good morning routine? One that sets you up for success? If so, you're crushing it. Give yourself a one. If you're still struggling, if you roll out of bed going, well, shit, what's on the docket today? Or I'm already behind. Give yourself a number two. Second part of habits is momentum. If you know how to create momentum for yourself, like you know how to get your butt in gear, you know how to, you know, utilize habits, things like the the two-minute rule or music or exercise or journaling, if you know how to create momentum in your life and business to build habits around those, give yourself a one. If you struggle with building momentum in your life, give yourself a two. All right, let's move on to the next Pivot Me pillar. Next pillar is influence. Now. Influence is a combination of things. It is the way that you influence others, but it's also the way that people are influencing you. So let's talk about influencing others real quick. Let me be clear about something. We are all influencers. Every room you enter, every conversation you have, you are influencing another person. Every time you parent, every conversation you're having with your partner, every negotiation, you are influencing another person. You have got to be very intentional about your influence. You should know what it's like to be in a relationship with you. So you are an influencer, but just as important, people are influencing you. Even people that you don't want to influence you are actually influencing you. So we talk a lot about the design peer group in here and design peer group falls under influence. So let's just take a piece of influence. The first piece is design peer group do you have an intentional group of peers that are supporting you and pushing you to your next level of success? That's very different than the default peer group, which default peer group tends to be people that you live near and you work with and and sort of people who are in your life by default. Maybe you were friends in high school, but they mostly talk about your past, not so much about your future. If you've got a design peer group that represent, that normalizes success in, in, in the direction you're headed now, Give yourself a one and I will tell you that alone sets you apart from many, many people. If you haven't thought about your design peer group, if you just kind of hang out with the people you hang out with and you haven't thought about the ways that they are influencing you, because they are. They're influencing your happiness. They're influencing your income. They're influencing your marriage satisfaction. These are all factors at play. If you have not thought about it, give yourself a two. Next on influence is network. Now that can be a little bit different than a design peer group. So design peer group might be people that you go to coffee with or maybe people you you barbecue with, but network is like your work network. Have you crafted a professional connection, professional network that supports the next version of you? Whether that's you're moving up in your career, whether that's you're scaling your business, do you have a network of people that will support you in that? This piece is important. If you wanna be a best-selling author, you better have a network of authors and agents and publishers to support that, it will make your life so much easier. If you look at the three-year version of you and the three-year version of you has you as the CFO, CEO, CEO. CEO of a company, you better have C-suite in your network. If you're scaling a business to eight figures, you better know somebody else who has scaled an eight-figure business to support that. So look at your network. If you've been intentional about building it, still could do some work, but you've been intentional about it and you've got a pretty solid foundation, give yourself a one. If you have not thought about your network, have you not thought about leveraging the people that you know to get to that next level, give yourself a two. Now, here's the last piece I'm going to put in this. And this part can make people a little uncomfortable, but hopefully after I did my sales series, we feel better about this piece. Under-influence is sales. Like, how can you sell someone? How can you negotiate? How well can you represent what you want and a compelling reason why everybody should be pointed in that same direction? Yes, that is a very important piece of influence. Sales is influence and we are doing it all the time. If you're intentional about that, if you're good at that, give yourself a one. If that's something that you're not thinking about, you're not intentional about, maybe don't even know how to do, give yourself a two. Now, here's the last one, guys. Here is the last one. So we've drawn the house, right? We drew one side. I'm drawing it in the air. You can't see it. But if you could, you would see my finger going up for one wall, then one side of the roof, the side of the roof, coming down the other side. We're missing the bottom. We're missing the foundation. What is the last pillar of the Pivot Me Academy? It is mindset. Last one is mindset. Why is it the foundation? Because without it, All the other pillars that I just listed turned to garbage. If I teach you productivity, but your mindset runs counter to it, it won't work. If I if I teach you how to take your 12-hour day and take it to an eight-hour day, but if your mindset says, if your mindset defines success as someone that works long hours, eventually you will return to your 12-hour day. It doesn't matter the tools. It doesn't matter what I've taught you. If your mindset runs counter to it, your results your results will be lackluster. And you'll go, hi, I wonder why it's not working. I'm doing the things. Why is this not working? You, you can't outwit your mindset. Skill set doesn't trump mindset. Mindset always wins. That's why you see people that have great mindsets and pretty shoddy skill sets and they get a head life. and you're like, hey, seriously? Jason, down the way, how did that guy get promoted? Because he's really good about his mindset and he's got the secret sauce of confidence too, but that's another podcast. Mindset is everything, guys all those things that I taught you, if I teach you about goals and I say, oh, great, let me talk to you about the SMART goal format and this is what you're gonna leverage to to get after your goals and it's gonna be super powerful and I'm gonna tell you the three people that you need to know in the SMART goal format to get ahead, man, is this gonna shortcut your success? I can give you everything you need to know. If you believe that someone is not supposed to do a TED Talk before the age of 40, if that's somewhere in the back of your mindset, even if I give you the format, to do a TED Talk, it won't work out because you've got a block there. You're blocking that. So do not do not overlook mindset. Mindset isn't sexy. Mindset isn't the thing that like, oh, I wanna go and learn all this about mindset, but it is the foundation of all of this, guys. It is key. I can't say this enough, which is why it's the foundation. So let's break up the mindset, right? So I said mindset, but I but I wanna break it down into two parts. So when we say mindset, I'm going to break it down into the first part, self-sabotage. How good are you getting out of your own way? Do you work really hard and then blow it at the 11th hour? Do you finally get the opportunity to work on this big project and then not turn in the report or not show up to the meeting or decide, self-select, pull yourself out of the room before the decision is actually made? I've had clients drink way too much the night before and not set their alarm. It's self-sabotage. I'm not asking you if you do it. I'm asking if you know how you do it, because we all do it. Do you know how you self-sabotage and can you get your butt out of your own way? So, So give yourself a rating on that, one or two. One, I'm good at this. Two, I struggle with this. Here's the second part of mindset that I want us to touch on. How good are you at changing your narrative? telling yourself a better story, a more empowered story, getting clear on what you're saying and changing the parts that no longer serve you. Are you good at that? Do you even know the story that you're telling yourself day in and day out? I'm not good enough. I don't have enough training. It's because I don't have the right degree. It's because I never went to college. It's because I have ADHD. Like you have to be clear about your narrative because your, your brain has already picked it. If you don't pick your narrative, you don't pick your mantra, it will be chosen for you and it'll be done by your brain and your brain is there to protect you, to help you survive, not thrive. So are you aware of your narrative? And do you know how to change it? If you're great at it, give yourself a one. If you're still on the struggle bus with that, give yourself a two. Now, I hope when we walked through these pillars that you you were honest here, that you really appreciated the areas where you are crushing it. So let's be clear about that. Like, give yourself a pat on the back of like, well, I've got a great morning routine. Thank you, April. I heard the Hal Elrod interview, and I'm amazing at savers. I hope you appreciated the parts that you're crushing it, but that you also took note of the areas that you could use a little help in. None of us are killing all aspects at all times in our life and business. But remember that which that is denied cannot be healed or fixed. If you won't admit the fact that your mindset is garbage, if you won't admit the fact that well, you can't set goals because you don't even know where you want to go. It's going to be hard to fix that. It's going to be hard to point your car in the right direction if you're not clear on these pieces. And we've got to get honest about that. If we get honest, we can chart a path for where where we're headed next. Doesn't matter where we've been. All that matters is where we're about to go to next. So, so here is why I want to tell you this piece. Though here's why these five pillars are so important because you are going to use them all the time. If you're if you're getting after some goals, if you're pushing for that next level, you will use these five pillars to reach your my three why the the three year vision of your life and business. These aren't just topics we discuss, exercises that we do in the mastermind. These these are proven techniques that elevate people. You need to master these five things. My goal, dear Pivoter, is to help you get all of these five pillars in your life to a one. I want you to look in the mirror and be like, man, I'm doing good. Look at me go. I'm killing it. That's my goal. And see, these all feed into each other. Like the the goals and the productivity are so connected and then the habits are built around the goals that you want and we wanna automate them so you don't have decision fatigue. These all feed into each other, but you've got to establish your goals and your clarity so we can step on the gas. Do not step on the gas if you don't know where you want to go. This piece is important. So we focused on these five areas, goals, productivity, influence, habits, and the foundation of mindset, which is so important. And all of that, all of that rolls up into your my 3 y. All of those things that we talked about is getting you to your three-year version of success. I hope you know where you'd like to be in three years. Now, remember, it's just the what, you don't need to know the how, but I hope you have taken the time to be clear on where you want to go in three years from now. And now you've got, you've got this assessment, right? We walked through all five pillars. You gave yourself ones or twos, look at those numbers. If you see a lot of twos, you got to get curious about those twos. Like give yourself a hand, actually right now, give yourself a hand. Look, at if if you've got a one on your sheet, if any of those five pillars were ones, like give yourself a hand. We want to celebrate early and often. But second part is look at those twos. Those twos, that's a message to you. Like, look at those twos. What areas did you have twos on that you could use some work? Because those might be the areas that become problematic when you're getting after your goals. Do not use this information to beat yourself up. Use this information to get curious on what I need to do next. Here's the thing if you would like to know more about these, like, come join one of our live events, hop over to the landing page. I think it's in the show notes. Let me give it to you just in case. But uh, hop over. Join us for one of these free virtual events. I'd love for you to walk through these with me. Like, let's look at your situation. Let's look at your business and say, hey, where's the areas you're crushing it in? And where's the areas you could use a little help? We've got some resources that we can give you. It should be in show notes, but just in case it's pivot-me.com backslash event. Like this work is important. This work is valuable. This work makes your it makes your trajectory so much easier. Like there are shortcuts to success. So look at those things, look at those twos, and let's, let's get to work on those twos. Now, before we wrap up this podcast today, I did promise you one thing. I said I would explain the Pivot Me Pillars, which we did, but I also said I would tell you the whole point of the Pivot Me podcast. It's about the problem that I solve in this world. There is a problem that I solve in this world. I've did a ton of branding work with my good buddies at Brand Builders Group to understand what it is, the problem that I solve in this world. And it's two words. We touched on it briefly in this episode, but really we're touching on it in every freaking episode. So two things, self-sabotage. The problem I solve in this world, in my clients, in my mastermind is self-sabotage. Self-sabotage through procrastination, self-sabotage through lack of permission, self-sabotage through negative narratives, head trash that you're believing, self-sabotage through endless research with little execution. All of these things are just forms of self-sabotage. You see, I work with wildly capable people that have some story, some reason why Though they've enjoyed some level of success, they can't seem to quite get to the next one. Self-sabotage takes on many forms for us, but it results in the same outcome, failure to step into our best version. Instead, we end up as some watered-down, half-baked version that are good enough, passable, but not remarkable. And I don't want that for you. So every week I come here and I record you a podcast and sometimes I do it out of my closet like I am today because it is pretty good for sound, but it is not a podcasting reporting booth. You would have known that unless I just told you, but I had to come here and give you this message because I want you to kick ass. I want you to be all that you can be. I want you to outgrow yourself. Last year's version of you is not good enough for next year when we know better, we can do better. So on those five pillars, what could you do a little better on? What could you use a little help on? Reach out, man. I am here. Let's do this. Make it a great day. Thank you so much for dialing in today. And don't forget, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And if you love what you hear, give us a five-star review. It means the world to us. Hit me up on Instagram at the April Garcia, or check us out online at pivot-me.com. This is all made possible with the support of you listeners, the numerous contributors and our clients. Our music and production is by the amazing Rockwood Audio. Join me next time for more tips on how to hack success. And until then, make it a great day. Thanks, guys. You guys are amazing.